Welcome to the Find Your Nutrition Podcast. Here, we'll discuss nutrition for health, wellness, and energy for everyday life. Welcome back, everyone. I hope some of you related to the previous episode where I talked about how picky I was eating as a child. Um, And that was for about 10 years of eating really mostly just processed carbs and really very little protein and almost no healthy fats at all. Um, Even in the 10 years after that, from 13 to 23 or so, even when I tried new foods and ate some sources of protein and some healthy fats, I still was way overeating those processed carbs, rice and pasta and things like that, which eventually led to what I found out to be prediabetes eventually. So in today's episode, we're going to go over about 15 different symptoms I had of prediabetes and things that I wish I would have known that this was prediabetes earlier, so I could have made a change earlier. Um, But it's okay, because eventually I figured it out, and I changed my diet, and I reversed all of these things. Um, But I want to go through all of them and talk about how each of them impacted my life, and maybe some of you will relate to some of these symptoms, and let's see. So let's get started with number one. And the first one is having to go pee all the time. So that's in the day, every couple hours or so, having to go go pee, even less, even sometimes every hour if I'm drinking a lot. And it really interrupted the day. Um, if I'm at work, for example, I would have to run after a meeting to go to the bathroom after every meeting. Or this also happened at night. So one to two times usually, sometimes even three, I would have to wake up in the middle of the night um, to go pee. And, you know, it's not nice if you have roommates um, to go pee in the middle of the night. Sometimes it would wake them up. And even just for myself, it interrupted my sleep. Um, I couldn't just sleep through the night because I would have to go to the bathroom. And um, yeah, so it's definitely one of the symptoms of prediabetes. The next one is blurry vision. So this is one that happened for a long time without me really even knowing it was an issue. Um, So for many years, I would just rub my eyes. And even back when I was living with my parents, I would notice, my parents would notice that I'm rubbing my eyes just randomly. And my mom would tell me to stop, stop rubbing your eyes. But my body was just telling me that I need to rub my eyes. and, And my vision was a bit blurry. And when I would rub them, it would definitely help, at least temporarily. Um, and that's one of the symptoms that I really didn't appreciate until after the fact, when I changed my diet and my vision became much clearer. Uh, so the next point is one that also is related to the eyes 
and that is that my right eye was twitching. Um, this one was a bit weird, and it wasn't one that lasted for many years, like most of the other symptoms. But especially in three to six months, maybe even a year before I really figured it out and made a change, I noticed that my right eye was just twitching sometimes. And I thought maybe it had to do with putting in contact lenses into my eyes um, or something like that. I had no idea that it had something to do with my diet. Um, and yeah, I eventually, after the fact that now it doesn't happen anymore, realized that it's all related. And it's crazy that um, something like prediabetes can affect so many different parts of the body so many different systems and it can all be related to one single source um, so let's move on to the next one and that is having stable energy levels it's another one that it's hard to really know is an issue beforehand because it's how I lived my my whole life basically of not having stable energy levels all the time so I mean, I had a lot of energy, but not 100% of the time. I would say maybe 80% of the time I was energetic, and, and the rest I just, I just wasn't. I, I had to take naps sometimes, or for example, uh, maybe not when I was a lot younger, but by the time I got to university or even after, by the end of the week, I was just exhausted and... I wouldn't be able to do anything on a Friday night after finishing the week. Um, and even later on when I started working a full-time job and I would come home from work, I just wouldn't have the energy to do things most days after work. And to me, that was normal. It's just how I, I lived my whole life. And so it was completely normal to me. But now that I changed my diet and I got rid of prediabetes and I reversed it, I have energy to do things and I can finish a work day and do whatever I want. I can go play basketball or I can go meet friends or I can go for a walk. I can do anything I feel like it and I have the energy to do it. And also on the weekends, um, in the past I would have uh, Saturdays, the first day of the weekend, I would just be exhausted and have to have to rest for the from what I did the whole week. And now, I can just do whatever I want on the weekends because I have the energy for it. I'm not exhausted all the time, so now I have much more stable energy levels, and that's a big advantage of making the change and reversing prediabetes another big one is i used to feel hungry all the time and it doesn't matter what i would eat in the past at least out of the foods that i ate after an hour or two i would just be really hungry again um, and that's because i was my body was running on carbs all the time and it didn't know how to use fats in a good way um, so the second I ran out of, the second my body used up the carbs I ate, 
I would crave those carbs again and, and feel like I needed to eat. And now that my body got good at burning fats for energy, I can, you know, be satiated between meals and not feel the need to eat all the time and not be hungry and really feel strong. Um, so the next one is not feeling stuffed after meals. So in the past, if I would eat a big meal of pasta or bread or lots of rice, you just feel stuffed. And I know a lot of people call it bloated, um, which I never truly related to that word exactly, but I do kind of get it. And that is how I would feel after, after meals in the past. Um, and now it's very rare that, that I feel that way after meals. So I can eat big meals and not feel that way and still be satiated and not hungry by the time the next meal comes. So I can go many hours and not eat and feel completely fine. The next one is being thirsty all the time. So this is a big one, and this is one that I really, really appreciate now that I'm not thirsty all the time. Um, I used to feel like I had to drink water or, or juice or something like that. Um, I just felt like even if I drank more water, that it wasn't enough for my body. Um, and a big part of this was if I went for a walk, for example, I felt like I needed to take a water bottle with me. It didn't feel like I could just go out and walk without water. I felt like I wasn't strong enough, like I needed the water. And even when at work I would go to meetings, I would need to bring water with me. I just didn't feel like I could sit for an hour without drinking water. And that also was part of the reason why I was peeing so much, back to the first point. Um, but it's a big symptom of prediabetes is being thirsty all the time and not feeling quenched. And that's a really important one now that I feel like I can go for walks and I can leave the house and I can do things without being afraid that I need water or some kind of drink. I feel like my body is a lot stronger and that is a really important one to me. Uh, Sleep-wise, now not having to pee in the middle of the night is one of the biggest things which help to improve my sleep. Um, so that is a big positive. And the next one I'm going to talk about is a really important one. And that was how I felt faint and really panicky whenever I got hungry, especially in the morning before eating. So for many, many years, I the first thing I did in the morning pretty much was to eat breakfast. Um, so I woke up and I ate breakfast. Nothing else before that. Because if I tried to do anything basically before eating, I would feel weak or dizzy. Or if I went really too long before eating, I would 
feel like I'm gonna pass out. Uh, so one story of this is when I was in Dubai alone one time and I didn't have any food at the hotel and I went for a walk and I was looking for food and all of a sudden I was in a mall and I just got super, super dizzy. I really felt like I was gonna pass out. And so I took a few more steps and I really didn't think I could walk even at all, but I saw a bench close by. So I walked to the bench and I sat down and I remember I was trembling a little bit and I tried to get off the bench and walk a bit. And I just said to myself, no, no way, I can't do it. Um, I was so dizzy, I thought I was gonna fall. So I sat back down and I held on to the railing of the bench. And then I searched through my backpack um, and I looked for, for a little bit. And then at the very bottom, uh, I found a chocolate bar that was just like one piece left or a piece and a half. Um, and I ate it and, and it bought me about 15 minutes uh, of feeling somewhat okay uh, before I could find food. And usually I'm a bit picky with food and I like to go to a place, especially on vacation, that gets good reviews and, and try to find the best kind of food I can find. But this time I said to myself, no, you just have to eat anything and, and get yourself out of the situation. So I found something and I ate it and I lived to see another day. But that's one of the, the feelings, one of the pre-diabetes symptoms that is just so hard. It's just, you don't feel strong in your own body. You don't feel like you can do what you want. And eventually I, I learned to live with it and I learned to, anytime I leave the house, that I bring a backpack and I bring water in that backpack and I bring a granola bar or something like that and I just thought that was me. I thought that's how my body works. I need to eat every few hours. I need to eat the second I wake up. I need to take water with me. I need to stay really hydrated all the time. Another example of how it affected my life, that one was a lot of times in high school, for example, my friends would go to the gym in the morning and they would just wake up and they would go to the gym and I always had to, to eat breakfast first or something. And one day I woke up late and they came to pick me up and we were going to the gym um, and I didn't have any food with me, but I did have the two granola bars in my backpack um, so I tried working out a bit and of course I got dizzy again and I, I, I just couldn't do anything without eating first. So I ate those two granola bars, of course, not the healthiest options at all. And, and it got me through at least a little bit of the workout and, and feeling okay. But now with the way I'm eating and just feeling so much stronger and feeling like I don't even have to eat until two, three o'clock if that's what I want to do. Usually I still do eat 
eat breakfast most days, but not first thing after waking up. I eat breakfast a couple hours after eating, after waking up, and um, after working out usually. So I feel like I can go for a walk in the morning and work out if I want to and do things and feel strong, and that's even without eating now. So that's really um, something I super appreciate now that I don't have that weak, fainty feeling when being hungry or in the morning before eating. The next one is dizziness when getting up quickly. So this one also was very, very challenging in the beginning because I didn't know what it was. And so I would get up. Basically, when it would happen is if I sat down and I put my feet up, um, usually if I'm sitting at a computer desk or watching TV or something, I would put my feet up um, on something in front of me um, because it's comfortable and, and it's nice to do that. Um, but then after sitting for 20, 30 minutes, um, like that, and then getting up, I would get super, super dizzy. And basically I couldn't see anything. My vision would go black and that would last not for long, but maybe about five, five seconds or so. And during that five seconds, basically the world is black and you really can't do anything. Eventually I learned to deal with that and I learned to just stay where I am and close my eyes. And if I'm next to something, I would hold on to something, let it pass, and then I can move on with my day. But in, in the beginning, I really had no idea what it was. And once, for example, in the morning, I was walking um, from where I ate breakfast to the kitchen to try to put my glass away. I finished a glass of water or juice and I took the glass and I started walking and all of a sudden I see nothing. Everything was black and I walked into the wall with the glass in my hand and then I fell and started shaking on the ground actually and I thought it was a seizure. But it turns out this is just one of the symptoms of prediabetes is when you stand up and everything goes black for a few seconds and it's really a blood pressure problem but the cause of it is from diet and things of that nature so it was another issue I had from the same root cause the next one is spaciness and what I need what I mean by spaciness is just being in a meeting or talking to a friend and just kind of daydreaming and dazing off and being in a different place. And it's a difficult one because it's something that I dealt with for a very long time and I know other people deal with this one and have no idea really what it's from. But ever since I changed my diet, I don't feel that way anymore. I feel much more present. I feel I can pay attention and understand fully what someone's saying. Even if I'm tired, I don't daze off and 
go into a different world thinking about something totally unrelated. I just don't have that space in this anymore. And it's amazing because I feel like I don't miss things in my life. I feel present and I feel like I have a clear mind. And just now that my body is stronger and I can really have a clear mind and feel stronger to walk and do things without eating all the time and have clearer vision. It's a lot of a lot of benefits from from doing one major change, which we'll talk about in a coming episode. So the next one I'm gonna talk about is forgetfulness. And what I mean by that is for example, I would used to go to a different place in the house and then completely forgot why why I went there. I totally had something in my mind that I wanted to do. And now, a few seconds later, I get to that room and I totally forgot why it is I even went there. Wow, this one used to happen to me all the time. Um, almost every day maybe or at least a few times a week and this one is something that happens to me maybe once every two months now it almost never happens now um, and it's insane it's it's something that I almost forget that this used to happen to me but when I think back to it it used to happen to me really often and it's really nice not to have to deal with that anymore the next one is a totally different body part but it's another one that just impacted me in in a nice way even though it's not as big as some of the other ones it's just a unexpected improvement that i would have never guessed and that's cleaner teeth so now that I eat really healthy and really changed the way I eat completely, my teeth are just naturally so much cleaner. Um, so I still obviously brush my teeth twice a day and, and do things to really keep my teeth as clean as possible. But I just noticed that way less plaque builds up and it's much easier to keep on top of cleaning my teeth and when I go to the dentist, even they have noticed a big change of my gum health is much better. So it's an unexpected one for me, but it's one that is a nice to have. Another nice reason to keep up with the change I made. And it just makes it so much easier um, now that you have the motivation of seeing all the different ways that one change in your life can impact so many different things and make you feel so much better in so many different ways. And before we get to the last one, I have made a visual PDF of the 15 signs of prediabetes that I had, and I included one more that I didn't include in this podcast. So if you want me to send that over to you, just send me your email either on Instagram, find your nutrition, or send me over an email uh, and I'll include my email in the show notes and you can just 
send me an email saying 15 signs and I'll know to send you that PDF. And now I'm going to get to the last one and that is no more random pains in my body. So in the past, just randomly, things would hurt like my back, for example, or other just random pains, even without having any injuries or, or doing anything that would really hurt my body parts, just things would hurt. And I would have random aches. And if I played basketball, my feet would be more inflamed. And now these things just don't happen. I just feel strong and I don't have back pain or other random pains and I can do everything I want and I just feel great. So that's a really important one. And it really feels good to actually go through this list and, and think back to all of the different symptoms and, and random issues I, I had without even knowing what it was. And I'm not someone who complains. So it was very, very easy for me to continue life with all of these things and just convince myself that it was normal um, and not even talk about it to anyone because to me it was normal and I found solutions for each of the issues. Like I said, I had a backpack with food and water when I went outside the house and it was a bit weird. I. I did notice that other people didn't do that. So to me, I should have really noticed that something was off, but I wanted to find the solution. And to me, that was to, to bring things wherever I go, food and water. Um, I just found a solution for everything. And I didn't think it was a problem. Um, but eventually as things started building up and then I started working a full-time job for a few years and a bit less active during the day, just things started to build up a bit more and eventually it led me to do a blood test and really find out that I had prediabetes and it led me on a big journey that I am going to keep sharing with you. Um, I really hope maybe some of you were, were able to relate with some of the things I talked about today. Um, I hope a lot of you maybe have um, already figured it out and, and fixed these things that you heard. But if you haven't, it's fine because... It gives you hope that you can have all of these symptoms or issues and get through it and get through all of them. Um, so all of these symptoms have went away for me. And I really mean all of them. Um, so there's hope for you. And in the coming episodes, we're going to talk about what I did to, to change things. And it's going to be a really, really interesting journey and we're going to talk about a lot more topics of things you can test and different ways you can eat and try different things so thanks for listening today 
And I'll see you next week on the Find Your Nutrition podcast. Mm-hmm.